0: Her Instagram is linked below. Check her out as you listen to today's story for a great unique experience. On today's episode, today we would visit our friends from our slash erotica author, Arosto Foles, tells us a story about his time with some succubus. Sit back and enjoy the story. This is our friend's erotic story.
1: The next story is posted by user Arosto Foles from r slash erotica. The title of this post is Lechomancer Secubus Chapter 2, The Garden. Sit back and enjoy the story. When she hit the ground, it felt to Ashlyn like she had only fallen a couple feet, as though she had tumbled out of bed. The hard cobbled stone was cold under her forearms and legs, and she rolled over onto her back. Arching so only her ass cheeks and shoulder blades touched the ground. When the master had let her go, it had felt like she was falling for far too long, several minutes at least. It was a surreal landscape. She fell through, a deep tunnel bathed in purple light. Every once in a while, she would see a shapely limb or a surprised face, watching her tumble past. But they vanished seconds later. She was worried that if she ever hit the ground, it would be the end of her. Looking up, she could see the rough of a gazebo, a purple pentagram emitting the same light the bed had shown earlier fading into the stonework. Realizing she was safe, Ashlyn laughed for a minute with relief. Then she stood up. She knew she had been to the other side before. Sometimes, when she had the mystical demon tail inserted in her ass, Lisa would order her to shift. Then time would stand still, and a demon with purple skin and her face would come through a doorway or mirror and Ashlyn would find herself leaving through the same entrance. Wherever it was, her body not under her control. If she stepped through a mirror, she would be able to watch what her demon did with Lisa, and it would drive her wild with lust. Sometimes, she couldn't see at all. She would wander through the strange castle, but she could feel the reflected touch of every finger on the demon's skin. Every kiss on her lips, every toy teasing its way between her legs, she would find herself falling to the marble floor, of the strange gothic castle, frantically pleasuring herself. She always had the sense that the whole place was watching her, that demons stared at her playing with herself, waiting to leap forward and ravage her. This was different. She was entirely in control of herself and felt a slight sense of dread. She had wandered into a dream and was no longer protected by the haze dream logic. She had the same sense that something was watching her. But now she was fully awake. Then it dawned on her that she was also stark naked. She threw an arm across her breasts, on instinct, and then realized that it was ridiculous. Instead she stood and examined her surroundings. The sun was a soft pink, either just set or just rising, reflecting off a low bank of gray clouds. Low in the sky, she stood in a little stone gazebo, in the middle of a hedge maze. The hedges were a little overgrown and their leaves were a grayish blue that didn't look entirely healthy. Long grass grew in the path, nearly as high as her knees. Ashlyn could see the castle in the distance and knew she had to get there, sooner or later. So she headed out into the maze. She stepped out into the unkempt lanes between the scraggly hedges. The branches forming the walls were thorny and intimidating, but the grass itself was lush as it whispered about her calves. The castle remained visible. High above on a cliff, and she kept moving closer and closer. While the air was warm, she suddenly felt a chill go down her spine. Ashlyn stood stock still. Her ears perked like a wild animal. She thought she heard a twig snap. She waited, not daring to breathe. She waited and waited, and there was no more sounds, but the dread wouldn't leave her. She started walking again, and she heard the echo of footsteps. She stopped again, and they stopped again. She waited, but heard nothing. So Ashlyn started walking again. The echoing steps returned. Ashlyn glanced over her shoulder, but no one was there. She started to walk faster, and the echo came faster. Something behind her made a gasping grunt, and that was enough. Ashlyn took off running. She hurried through the maze, taking corners quickly, doing her best to avoid the sharp edges of the hedge. On and on she ran, no longer watching the castle, just running all out to escape her pursuer. She still couldn't see what was chasing her, but the farther she ran, the more labored its breathing became. It was getting closer, no matter how fast she ran. Rounding a corner, the grass under her feet was suddenly slick. Ashlyn's feet flew out from under her, and she landed hard on her back. The wind was knocked out of her. She lay there for a second, and then the panic ray emerged. She sucked in several burning mouthfuls of air, trying to stay as quiet as she could. That's when something grabbed her by the ankle. She screamed and had pulled her several feet through the wet grass. Ashlyn reached down, expecting to find fingers wrapped around her foot. Instead, she found a knotted vine, like a rope, twisted around her calf. She looked for its source, at first thinking someone had created a lasso or snare to capture her. However, it didn't seem like a trap left by a hunter snaking through the grass. Coming from the edge of the hedge were a series of these long vines. Then she realized they were moving. They twitched in the tall grass, creeping towards her. Desperately, she started to kick at the vine wrapped around her ankle with her free foot, smashing into it with her heel. She smacked the vine a couple times, and it felt like it was starting to loosen. As she reared back to kick it again, ready to scramble free, something tickled across her other ankle. Then, in a blur, another vine wrapped around her other ankle. Ashlyn bellowed in desperation. Now the vines were pulling her towards the edge of the hedge, where the thickest collection of them peeked out from a thorn-studded bush. She twisted herself and reached down, trying to get her fingers under the vine. She worked at prying the plant loose. As fresh vines crept out and began to wrap around her wrists, all Ashlyn could do was mutter fuck. The vine stopped pulling her closer to the hedge now after she spoke. Can, can you hear me? She asked the knight. In response, the vines around her wrists slowly began to stretch, pulling her arms far over her head. Soon, she was pulled out to her full length, the vines around her ankles and wrists tugging just hard enough that she had to keep her muscles taut. What are you doing? Ashlyn asked, her head whipping around, looking for whatever she was speaking to. Smaller, finer vines appeared in the grass. Each of these vines ended in a tiny ash-gray flower that looked like a snapdragon. These little vines, thinner than a pen, began to creep across her. The grey flowers and dark green vines made her pale skin seem like it was almost shiny. The little vines tickled slightly, as they whisked gently across the skin, taunt as she was stretched to her limit. What do you want? she asked, a bit more calmly now that she was being held, but not dragged around. The little flowers crept towards where the sweat from her run had started to beat. The little mouth of the flower gently wrapped around the droplet, and sucked it up like a tiny kiss. The little flowers danced up her arms, working a little bit quicker. They played across her triceps, a strange feeling as they touched the soft, sensitive skin. She stifled a laugh when the flowers found her armpits. As the lips of the flowers started to caress her collarbone, her laughter turned to a moan. Some of the vines started to trickle up her neck, while others danced down, wrapping themselves around her breasts. They kissed the sensitive undersides of her tits, and slowly climbed up towards her nipples other flowers teased their way up her calves and thighs while more danced across her stomach ashlyn closed her eyes as the soft flowers played across her eyelids the flowers started to tickle her lips and her moans were becoming more and more intense when a flower dipped between her lips and into her mouth it stayed kissing the wet edge of the inside of her lip it was soft and fragile and it made Ashlyn's breath come in trembling grasps, afraid of hurting the little flower. Meanwhile, the vines continued to explore her entire body. The flowers creeping across her chest had found her nipples, and they seemed fascinated, showering her with a fury of their strange kisses. The thick, knotted ropes around her ankles started to spread her legs a little wider apart, letting the flowers work their way up the between her thighs with their butterfly kisses, trailing up the moisture, partly caused by her run but more and more caused by her growing arousal. A couple flowers found the lips of her pussy and began to kiss her there. She trembled, and another flower found her clit and started to dance lightly across it. Oh my God, Ashlyn shouted in pleasure, and the little lips sent a thrill through her. When she spoke, her mouth closed around the flower between her lips and crushed it. All the little flowers stopped and then quickly scampered away. No, I'm sorry, she called out. I didn't mean to hurt you. She tried to get up, but realized the bigger vines were still holding her tight. Then, new vines started thrashing towards her. These were much thicker. Several vines wrapped around each other, like the ones around her ankles and wrists. One started to wrap its way around her neck, and the end of it started to creep across her cheek. The vine started to push its way into her throat. Her terror subsided after a moment. The tip of the vine was pulsing in and out of her mouth. It was tight around her throat, but not entirely choking her. It was certainly strange. If she didn't know better, she would have sworn that a plant was fucking her face. But it seemed ridiculous. At least, it would have, if it wasn't happening to her right then. The vine pushed its way in, and out of her mouth. It had the slight rosy taste of demonic essence. It was weaker than she was used to. But as it dribbled out of the vine, it buzzed on her tongue. It warmed her, and as the vine pushed its way in and out of her mouth, deeper and deeper down her throat. She found herself massaging it with her tongue. She was desperate for more. Another set of vines emerged from the grass and wrapped itself around her waist several times. It pulled her upwards, slightly off the ground. The end of this vine forked into two, about the width of her thumb. Suddenly, out of the ends of each fork, a flower flared suddenly. A moment before, the petals had been curled around the length. But now, to snap dragon-like flowers, bigger than what she had seen before appeared. They almost looked like snakes, twisting past each other, blindly examining her. In unison, the two flowers surged forward and clamped onto her nipples. Her yelp was choked by the vine, still filling her mouth. This larger flowers felt like a pair of soft lips, tugging as hard as they could on her nipples. There was a little pain, but the sort that set her entire skin on fire with need. By reflex, she tried to swat them away, cover herself, do something to lessen the intense sensation. But the vines twisted around her wrists kept her arms pinned far above her head. The vines still creeping up her legs, now past her knees, kept her from squirming away. She was pinned, almost by instinct. Ashlyn let herself get lost in the sensation. The natural ropes, twisting around her, forcing her to stretch as far as she could, forcing her back to arch. She felt vulnerable and in her mind's eye, beautiful, and every touch was intensified by her helplessness. She lapped up the essence slowly dribbling into her mouth, sending heat down her spine, making her wetter and wetter, intensified by her inability to tease herself, to play with her throbbing clit. The flowers on her tits began to tease her in earnest, loosening and tightening their grip, or sometimes wandering pleasantly across the sensitive skin of her breasts only to return with a vengeance to her nipples. She started to lose track of the vines slowly creeping their way up her legs. More and more tendrils crept out, adding to those already wrapped around her. Soon, the vine had progressed halfway up her thigh. Instead of holding her legs together, the vines slowly started to spread them apart. Softly, they dragged her across the grass, closer and closer to the edge of the hedge, but she failed to notice, lost in their pleasant ministrations. The tiny flower vines began to re emerge and Ashlyn noticed as they started kissing their way across her knee. Between the tendrils, they snuck up her thigh, circling around the thicker knotted vine control her movement. When the first tiny snapdragon found a trail of wetness, it began to lap it up thirstily. Working its way to her aching sex, she moaned happily against the gag still fucking her mouth. More and more of the little buds emerged, following the first. When they found the wet lips of her pussy, their tiny lips began to drive her wild. More and more flowers crept in, kissing the edges of her lower lips, dipping carefully into her sex. She found herself bucking against the tiny flowers, gorging themselves on the wetness that was flowing from her. The rocky vines holding her legs began to move her knees further and further apart, giving better access to the flowers. Ashlyn squirmed and moaned, but then she realized she was nearly at the edge of the hedge. She tried to dig her feet into the soft grass, grab at it with the hands far over her head. The thorny mess would tear her soft skin apart, and she was starting to get frantic, trying to find a way to avoid it. The vine shoving its way in, and out of her mouth kept fucking away, and she had trouble seeing what was happening. But eventually, she caught a glimpse of something emerging from the edge of the hedge. The vines all flowed out from a central pod, like a bean sprouts from a seed, but two feet tall and one across pushing its way out from amongst the branches. Whatever this plant thing was, the fact that it was coming forward started to calm her. That was until a long piston emerged from the pot. The dewy thing was a soft green and was exceptionally phallic, too much like a man's cock to belong to a plant. It was also large and thick, big enough that it scared Ashlyn, and she and her mistress had played with some pretty big toys. She dug her toes in deep into the earth, and grabbed handfuls of grass, trying to stay away from it. The plant seemed to have other ideas. It pulled her arms from over her head to down behind her back. She had to arch to give them space, and soon her wrists were bound together under her ass, her elbows tight together under her back. The vines around her legs spread her as wide as she could go, lifting her up off the earth so that her toes could barely reach the grass. The pot, with its oversized cock, worked its way out of the hedge onto the ground. Ashlyn shivered, uncertain if it was fear or anticipation, as she waited for it to get into position. The waiting, the lack of control, was driving her mad, her need mounting. The thousand flowers lapping at her cunt didn't hurt. Then they moved back, and the vine that had been fucking her mouth wrapped around her neck, pinning her to the ground. Her hips were stretched open, as wide as they could go. She felt the thick head of the pod's piston begin to explore its way between her legs, rubbing its warmth. Soft and across the sensitive skin of her innermost thighs It followed the trickles That had escaped the flowers About the size of a woman's fist It began to press gently against the hungry opening of her pussy Ashlyn's breath started coming in staccato gasps A series of anxious pants As the plant kept pressing against her Applying just a little pressure to push its member inside of her She couldn't move her arms and her legs were suspended in the air and held in place as though the knotted vines were twisted steel cables. She gasped and wriggled, and the waited. It was sudden and mind-shattering when the pod finally figured out what it wanted. Its thick member drove into her, filling her with a perfect ache. She screamed out in joy, pierced by the perfect cocktail of pleasure on the very edge of pain, spreading her wider than she ever had before. Holding her in place, the thing began to fuck her brains out, She writhed, so unable to move, with her arms, legs and neck held in place. She panted and gasped, and squealed, and did her best to meet the rhythm that hammered away between her legs. Every time it pushed back into her, the world almost faded away. She would thrash against her restraints, trying to meet the impossibly thick member filling her to the core with ecstasy. It was hard to think, but something suddenly caught her attention, a sensation that seeped through the amazing power pressing its way between her legs. A smaller vine, about the width of a finger, started to press against her asshole. She let out a little gasp of surprise, that melted into a happy moan as the little vine pressed its way inside of her. It sent a new electric shock up her spine. She panted, as the thick cock in her cunt, and the little finger teasing her anus worked in perfect unison. Then another little vine started joining the first in her ass, twining itself around the first. She shivered with joy. Ashlyn's breath started becoming more and more ragged. While her legs ached from being spread so wide apart, she found herself rocking her hips as much as she could, hungrily pushing back against the members inside her. Her time with Lisa had taught her how to relax, even when something large and powerful was pushing into her. She was excited when the third vine entered her ass. The fourth was amazing, but she started to worry as she wasn't sure she could handle a fifth, tying around the others. Her worries were in vain. It was like the strange plant knew her limits, could sense what would drive her wild, and what was too much. The way it contorted her, her neck held down, her arms bound behind her back, her legs spread wide, was the electric edge of agony, intensifying her lust, making every sensation better. While the fucking she was receiving was powerful and out of control, it was wild in the most amazing, fulfilling way. Testing but not pushing past her limits Even the vine wrapped around her neck Was tight enough to leave her lightheaded But never completely cutting off her air On and on it went The plant fucking her mindlessly Ashlyn was calling out her pleasure In wordless need Gasping and panting Arching and begging for more Everything was fading away Her world collapsing in on the powerful sensations Spreading her pussy and her ass wide holding the rest of her body in place, making sure her best intentions and weak body didn't get in the way of the savage fulfillment. She started to come, could feel her body tighten in its bonds. Her cunt tried to squeeze the plant's pistol, but it filled her so completely, it didn't seem to make any difference. Her cries turned into satisfied whimpers, still hammering out in time with the power of the plant. It was relentless, continuing its pounding while she came. As she fell back into herself, it was still going strong. She ached, but within moments, her pleasure was building again. She looked up at her body, her large breasts bouncing, the soft curve of her stomach up in the air, to where her pelvis spread wide and shook with every thrust. Her legs were both nearly 90 degrees out. Her muscles burned with exertion, but pleasure was flowing through her again, and within an instant, she was coming again. Ashlyn lost track of time, lost count of how many times she came. It felt like hours later, she was exhausted, still pinned in place, wondering how to get the plant to let her go. When she heard someone approaching, who, hello, she called out, her voice raw and unsteady. We'll look at this fucking mess, came the answer. Ashlyn realized she was something of a disgrace. Her arms, legs, and back were grass-stained. Her whole body was shining with a thin sheen of sweat drool drippled out of the corner of her lust twisted mouth and her exhausted sex was soaked through with the dewy fluid of the plant as well as her own juices but what she saw was almost even more confusing when lisa commanded her to shift she was always so horny so full of meat she couldn't think and she was vaguely aware of the demoness that looked like her that would creep through a door or a mirror and switch places with her ashlyn's mind was never clear when it happened And this was the first time she had seen her succubus with anything resembling clarity the succubus's pale marble skin tinged with purple just a little too dark to ever be mistaken for a human bone spurs out of the back of her heels acted like stilettos so the demoness stood a few inches taller than Ashlyn. then there was the tail a prehensile appendage that was currently swinging between the demoness's calves the tip looking more like a penis than the classic playing card spade of a devil's tail Oh my god, Ashlyn whispered. You're real. The succubus glared down at Ashlyn. You're disappointing. Why did the prince have such high hopes for you? What do you mean? Ashlyn asked, a little taken aback. You're supposed to get all the way to the library, but here you are, caught in the hedge. At the mention of it, the plant responded. It had sat calmly after the succubus arrived, just holding its thick member deep inside Ashlyn. The twisting vines deep in her ass. Now it gave her a quick thrust, Ashlyn moaned. You dumb slut, the demoness chided. The words turned Ashlyn on, and she found herself bucking her hips back against the thing again. Stop encouraging it, or you'll never be free. Ha! Ashlyn moaned. Her mind still lust idled. As long as you keep giving in, the garden will keep fucking you. You have to control yourself, or it will keep you and drain every drop of energy from you. Ashlyn did her best to nod. Fortunately, she had often had to hold back from coming in the past months And so she focused on anything unsexy she could find The thought of cleaning the grass stains from her back The strangeness of the situation The fact that she wasn't quite sure what she had been fucking The fact that a demon with her face was watching her All these helped bring her back, lessen her excitement The thing fought her, pumping quickly and fiercely a few times Ashlyn managed to calm down And slowly the vines pulled back releasing her. She lay exhausted on the grass, her legs trembling. The succubus crouched down beside her. Come on, let's get you cleaned up.
0: That was one hot story from our friend. Be sure to subscribe and listen to our episodes coming every single day. And thank you to the Patreons that are supporting me. I hope you enjoy our extra-exclusive episodes. Thank you for listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.